Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Hi, your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Keep the change, you filthy animals. Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, where we're always recording from home alone. I'm your co-host, Joel Griswold Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Tinsel Sowash. (laughs) (laughs) On this week's Grinchy episode, we go through this year's naughty and nice lists, as well as, uh, you know, stroking our, our own egos and sucking up to our sponsors. Ho, ho, ho. You already know that Sovereign makes the world's best resume CV parser. But did you know that Sovereign also makes the world's best AI matching engine? Only Sovereign's AI matching engine goes beyond the buzzwords. With Sovereign, you control how the engine thinks. With every match, the Sovereign engine tells you what matched and exactly how each matching document was scored. And if you don't agree with the way it scored the matches, you can simply move some sliders to tell it to score the matches your way. No other engine on earth gives you that combination of insight and control. With Sovereign, matching isn't some frustrating black box, trust us, it's magic, one-shot deal like all the others. No. With Sovereign, matching is completely understandable, completely controllable, and actually kind of fun. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. (laughs) Is 2020 over yet? God damn it. Not yet. We're close. But what you can say that uh, we've definitely gone into content overdrive in 2020. This this is our 215th podcast this year alone. And the money I've saved on therapy has been fantastic, thanks to the podcast. <laughs> By the way, did you see the the picture on uh, social media of the mom who let her kids write, let it snow on the house windows? And the first two windows, the L and the E, were on the side of the house. Okay. So the, the front of the house said, tits now. <laughs> classic classic oh, I'm, good sure, I'm sure the kids uh engineered that one out i'm 100 sure oh yeah i'm sure they had no idea no idea what are you doing for the the christmas holiday you're gonna be at home i assume yeah we're gonna be home we're gonna be smart gonna be responsible like we have this entire fucking year one thing i am 
finally happy to 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 announce is that I was able to watch the Tenant movie. Ah. I've been waiting for this fucking thing. The movie studios really need to get their shit together. The movie was out in theaters only. Then mm-hmm. it was on Blu-ray. Who the hell uses Blu-ray anymore? <laughs> and then and then it came out on Amazon Prime. Yep. Apparently Christopher Nolan isn't happy about uh the the whole Warner Brothers 2021 releases going to HBO Max yep. and theaters at the same mm-hmm. time. I mean, this is it's it's just so fucking weird that we have these rich white dudes saying you know, I want I want everything in the theater, right? It's like, do you not know we have a pandemic going on and yeah. Disney Plus is going to eat your goddamn lunch if you don't do this shit right? I mean, it's just, it's really, it's really surreal right now. Yeah. Did you have to pay extra for it or was it part of your Amazon Prime subscription? Yeah, no, it was extra. We had to, and it didn't uh, give you, it didn't give you an option to, to rent either. Oh, wrong. That's My okay. Favorite. I'll watch it again. My favorite Hollywood uh, news tidbit was the Tom Cruise just <laughs> ripping of anuses on the set of uh, his latest Mission Impossible movie. I assume you've heard that little soundbite, right? I have. I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He makes it sound like they're like literally saving the world one movie at a time. Right. And I appreciate, you know, the, the yeah. trying to trying to stick by, you know, the COVID measures that they have in place and the bubbles yeah. and those types of things. And yeah, I should have fired the fuckers right on the spot. But it, I mean, seriously, listening to it come out of his mouth. First off, nothing mm-hmm. sounds genuine anymore coming out of Tom Cruise's mouth. But it was like, you know, it was like, we're saving the world one movie at a time. And I was like, wow, I'm trying to save the fucking industry. You know how many jobs are at stake? Yeah, that was big. Yeah. Tom's Tom's good stuff. Tom's good stuff. He is psycho, but the dude can act. He is committed to the craft. I will give him that. He should be committed. That's what it is. (laughs) That was was good. Thanks. I got to say, Robert Pattinson in the movie... Tenants. Uh, Julie yeah. and I are sitting there watching it, and I look over her. I was like, "Who does he look like?" And she looks at me <laughs> uh, in a very disconcerting way. Says Max. He looks exactly like Max Armbruster from Talk Push. I could. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> if the if the lighting's right, I guess I could could maybe see it that. Was, it was crazy. That's good for Max. That's good for Max. Are you ready for some shout outs, man? Let's get this yes. show over with so I can drink some Christmas ale. Good okay. Lord. Hit it. I'm going to keep it pretty short aside from the, uh, the the plugging of stuff that we always do on the show. Okay. So we, we sent out Christmas cards this year as we did last year. <laughs> the list this year was much larger than last year because we have people signing up for free shit and we've just sort of expanded the list. But my shout out simply goes to our fans. Like, <laughs> so the story is that, uh, you know, my wife, she sees that I'm mailing Christmas letters and she wants to help. And like, yeah, why don't we get why don't we get the kids to address stuff? And I'm like, you know what? Like, it's kind of cool for me to see who the who the people are, where they live, you know, just just to somehow connect with them. Yeah. In this way. Now, that said, this is the last year that I'm doing Christmas cards because <laughs> next year. Next year, we're sending them out through some service that sends out postcards. Like we're not, I'm not doing that again. You can do it, but I'm not doing it. Um, And it's just really cool to see where everyone is from, kind of what they do because they, they fill that out uh, on their form. And it's just, it's just really humbling 
to know that so many people listen to us and are willing to give us their time and energy and efforts. And so my shout out, as cheesy as it is, shout out to the fans. They are simply the best and they're the reason why we exist. Yes. And uh, what what better time of the year to, to acknowledge them than, than the holidays? Yes, I agree. I, I've got I've to say thanks to uh, a couple of presents that Julie and I got in the mail. Jem and oh, yeah. Thomas from Talent Nexus sent us a, a box of uh, British chocolate goodies. Whenever you can get chocolate in the mail, especially chocolate that you can't get here in the States, mm-hmm. uh, that's awesome. I, I asked my British friends here locally what order I should eat them in because I don't know what's from what. We're sure there wasn't a note in there saying like, Cheeseman gets some of this. It was That was all for you, that yeah, chocolate? No, you, the last thing you need is chocolate. Then I received a, uh, a package from Latal Sherman from Page Up. Uh, I want to shout out for her for sending us Turkish coffee. She said that, uh, you know, instead of sending me beer, she sent Turkish coffee. I've never had it before. It is amazing. And uh, I was just drinking some out of my uh, Chad and Cheese coffee mug, by the way. And what makes it so different from, you know, the Americana stuff? So if you take a look at uh, like espresso grind, it's very fine. Well, this... Uh Turkish coffee is is even finer than that, number one. You don't filter it. It has a special pot that you put it in. And I mean, there's a whole process, not to mention it has cardamom in it, which is a spice. So it mm. is delicious. All right, cool. Turkish coffee, put it on the bucket list. Turkish coffee, baby. <laughs> uh, shout out to Bo Higgins Bo from um, Amazon. Yep. He was our beer drop winner for uh, the month, and we sat down with a little Zoom tasting for him. Uh, the dude's kind of nutty. He wears like a candy cane sport coat on the call, and uh, he loves stouts, which aren't at the top of my list usually, but uh, <laughs> it was nice to to do that once in a while and uh, shout out to Bo. That was a lot of fun, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, that was awesome. And sponsored by Adzuna. Got to yeah. put that in there. Well, and thanks to the boys at Adzuna for joining us on the call. It's always nice to sit back, have a beer or two and mm-hmm. just bullshit on a, a video call. I, I'm hoping yes, that is. I'm hoping that everybody out there, because we're on so many video calls a day, I hope that you guys are all taking time to connect with friends uh, and just have a beer. I mean, I'm yeah. going to next yeah. next week have uh, something scheduled with one of my high school buddies. I haven't talked to in a, a long time and we're going to sit down and have a beer. So do that. Treat yourself. And uh, reach out to some people that you haven't connected to in a while. Reach out, reach out and touch someone. Next uh, shout out goes to Shaker who sent us popcorn. So which, which one did you open first? So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say it was probably you opened the cheese before you did the caramel. Is that, am I right? I did not take advantage of the free popcorn offer because as you, as you say in your last comment, I don't need any (laughs) more food. In my life, and Shaker's been so nice this year, redoing our website, supporting us as they always have. I thought, you know what, like taking popcorn is maybe one step too far. So you enjoy that popcorn and and think of me when you when you down that caramel corn. Well, the girls are home, uh, Uh so so they need something to munch on. I also did a LinkedIn poll just to to, just to see, you know, which one I should open first, and uh, in caramel just edged out the cheese popcorn. So thanks shaker. The popcorn is delicious. I have had some. 
Like it, like it. Uh, well, what I like even more with that popcorn would be some Pappy Van Winkle Family yes. Reserve bourbon. And if you haven't uh, gone to freepappy.com to put in your address for uh, a chance to win a $2,000 plus bottle of bourbon, Jesus, uh, there's still time to do so. Just head out to freepappy.com. Uh, I think we're doing the drawing January 4th or 5th. Just to make sure everyone's over their uh, New Year's hangover before we do the drawing. <laughs> and uh, you can't lose. Even if you don't win one of the Pappies, uh, third place is a bottle of lovely Blanton's Reserve from the beautiful country of Japan. A very, very hard to get. All of them bottles of bourbon. And it's free to uh, to give us your info and get a chance to win. So Amen. why not? Amen. Uh, shout out to Adam Chambers, who scored his first North American <laughs> client. Uh, Kevin. Yep. Kevin Kirkpatrick over at uh, Humber River Hospital. They, they made that magical connection just by listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. So, uh, Kevin, I obviously heard Adam pitch aptly chat on Chad and Cheese. And uh, that's what we do. Joel, we bring people together. We bring love. By the way, I think, I think Adam has submitted his information for free beer and or Pappy. And I'm afraid I'm going to have to do an ID check on Adam because I'm still not convinced that dude is over 21. So I agree. I agree. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Emissary, uh, our, our texting sponsor. We yep. love those guys. Hope they have a good holiday. If you're not getting Chad and Cheese in your pocket, if you're not getting news alerts, if you're not getting the real nitty gritty behind the show, you need to text the letters CC to 833-799-0321. That's Chad and Cheese in your pocket. Letters CC to 833-799-0321. Huge topics. Huge topics. Let's do this thing. All right. So every year we 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 love this show. We yeah. do our naughty or nice list. Oh yeah. Uh, so Chad and I will go through naughty or nice lists. We'll so, sort of coordinate, uh, go one after the other. It'll be fun, hopefully quick, and uh, we can all get along, get on with our lives. So I'm going to start off with a naughty one. How could I start off any other way? Good call. So my uh, my first naughty uh, naughty list recipient goes to. Indeed. Okay, so uh, this is sort of dark. I hate to start with this one, but uh, Vice reported back in May, uh, Taylor Gilbert, uh, 27-year-old senior account executive who still works at Indeed uh, this this many months after. um, Gilbert alleged that she was uh, basically raped uh, on a sales trip in 2015, she was a new employee. Um, she was taken advantage of, apparently, allegedly. Listeners will also remember uh, a similar case with CareerBuilder. Similar allegations came uh, came to the front. This is sort of this whole bro culture that happens in every industry, but certainly ours as well. Um, indeed, is not immune to this to this stuff. I'm I'm still really impressed that that Taylor still works at Indeed. That's got to be an interesting situation. I did reach out to uh, both her and her attorney uh, for comment on where the where the lawsuit is. I did not hear back. Uh, if I do hear back, I'll I'll let everyone know what they what they say on the on the weekly show. But yeah, indeed, get your shit together. This whole bro culture is over with, and we need to treat everyone with respect. So for that easy decision, indeed, yeah. made my naughty list for twenty twenty. 
Yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, just from this year, obviously we don't have that physical interaction uh, Mm -hmm. really anymore, you know, this year. I wonder how that's going to change moving forward, you know? So uh, it's uh, having, having drunk sales conferences, which is pretty much what happens. uh, You know, that's, that, that, that's, that's always, always, always been an issue. And uh, I wonder how, you know, this new remote kind of work is going to be, is going to be different. It's going to change things. I wonder if it will. A lot of attorneys with a little less to do this year because of uh, a less, less interaction between young people working at companies with a lot of alcohol and exotic, exotic locations offsite. Not cool. Well, I am going to turn it to nice. Oh, what you got? So what happened this year that I thought was 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 nice for for us and for the entire industry was the ATS arms race. New CEO Steve Lucas takes the ISIMS rain, reins in February and in May ISIMS acquires opening.io. Then about uh, a month ago it's uh, the 2020 acquisitions continue to go. We've got Easy Recruit and then All True, but you've got to remember this new tech arms race started with Jobvite in that K1 rollup. Then yep. Amon took the helm in 2019. He, he stayed aggressive with mm-hmm. 2020 acquisitions like Talentigy. Then there was an acquihire of the AI data science team at Predictive Partner. Then mm-hmm. we've got smart recruiters snapping up conversational AI job power from the EU, which I believe was an incredibly smart acquisition. So I love seeing this action in our space uh, because remember the Taleos of the world, uh, mm-hmm. they did partnering, they did shitty integrations. What we're seeing now is we're seeing a bunch of smaller, nimble companies being zapped up by these organizations who are like an ISIMS, you could say, is quote unquote legacy, but they're mm-hmm. trying not to be legacy. They've got this new brand. They're getting these these new technologies integrated into their system. So I'm, I'm glad to see this refresh instead of just a constant atrophy of technology. Rolling, rolling, rolling. All right. So uh, I'm going to go with my first nice choice Uh of the show. Uh, Obviously, there were some big themes to 2021. We had the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh Uh, We obviously had COVID. A lot of things went wrong in 2020. So a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, shined when when the world got darkest. And my first nice one goes out to Reed Hastings. Uh, founder of a uh, co-founder actually of, of Netflix. Yep. One thing that Reed did that was very exceptional in 2020 is, is he committed, uh, gave, gave $120 million to the United Negro college fund, Spelman college and Morehouse college. That was exceptional to me. Hastings said, quote, generally white capital flows to predominantly white institutions and we need to, to change that. So I thought yep. that he put his money where his mouth was uh, made a real commitment. So Reed Hastings is a big, nice guy on my list for 2020. Yeah. If you take a look at the, the endowments of the historically black colleges and universities versus some of the other uh, like Stanford's or, or, or the MIT's or what have you, uh, there's a, a huge difference. So, I mean, th- there's, there, there's much of an equalizing that we need to do in this country and and definitely around the uh, area of academia. 
No question. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Excellent. So I get to I get to share my first naughty. Naughty boy. Let's hear it. You're going to enjoy this. So remember last year uh, in Austin at TA Tech? Yeah. Right after Deathmatch, you and I uh, were pretty much arguing pretty hard between Seekout and Job.com being the Deathmatch winner. Yep. One of the big points you made for Aaron was Job.com's bankroll, which I agree. And he said on stage... They bought out three staffing agencies just that month. And that to me was a baller move. And I think that was yep. one of the things that you said is like, dude, they're backrolled. It's a it's a baller move. Well, sure. we found out that wasn't true since job.com's first acquisition actually happened in August of this year. So my first naughty goes to Aaron Stewart for trying to bullshit us on stage in public and while he was being recorded. That was yep. a naughty thing to do, Aaron. Don't do it again. Now, Aaron heard us comment on that a, a few months ago and wanted to come on the show, right? What happened yeah. to that? Did that just fall through the cracks? Yeah, we had something scheduled, but uh, he he had other things going on and the reschedule never happened. So, Aaron, anytime you want to come on, big guy. So, that's that's a good naughty. That's a good naughty. Well, let's, let's take a break from all this naughtiness and uh, we'll, we'll continue with the list. Your recruiting toolkit needs to be lean and mean as you adjust with fewer resources, tighter budgets, and rapid hiring needs in a saturated and competitive market. Posting jobs shouldn't be a lengthy, risky, or fruitless process. You can count on Job AdX to be your force maximizer. Automate the details of your programmatic job ad distribution, candidate targeting, and budget management so you can focus your energy on the big picture and human aspects of recruiting top talent. Reach relevant candidates effortlessly across 200 sites in the U.S. and Canada. Simply upload a feed of your jobs and set your budget in less than five minutes. Start your results-focused campaign now at JobAdX.com. That's J-O-B-A-D-X.com. Back to my naughty list. This is my, my second one for the year. Uh, this one was really easy. Uh, and I was trying to think back if they were they were one of my turkeys, and I'm pretty sure that they were as well. So I apologize, but these guys are just too easy, too naughty. To me, they were the sort of uh, symbolic bad story of the year. Uh, so for me, my second naughty goes out to unwoke.hr. Yes, unwoke.hr. Okay, so back in July, uh, Vice broke a story about a site called unwoke.hr that essentially was a Trumpian website for jobs uh, where companies could, quote, hire courageous, free-thinking, and freedom-loving individuals, not ideologues whose only agenda is to weaponize your brand and business to further a radical cause. These guys got trolled. They got hated on. Uh, they got really they got really chesty at one point saying, <laughs> F you, we're a real site. We're legitimate. Shortly thereafter, they sort of became a, uh, a password protected site. Uh, we didn't think much of it. I went to the site a few weeks ago and it was gone. Shocker. Uh, so this idea stunk. It was a uh, you know it was a symbol a symbolic site to to Trump and and just sort of the the shitty toxic mentality that had been ravaging America. I'm glad that they're gone. I also think that is symbolic to a new day. Hopefully that we are looking forward to in 2021. Uh, where people don't do this kind of stupid shit. This was very naughty. Unwoke.hr. Don't let the 
Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, as my dad used to say. Screw you guys, and we're glad that you're dead. We'll never know who launched that, I bet. We'll never know. No one will ever come out and say, I did it. I did it. Here's why. Sorry. (laughs) But I mean, overall, if you believe in it that much to actually put up a, a divisive type mm-hmm. of, of site like that, then yeah, I mean, you should, you should definitely be in front of it. Yeah. They got real chesty, but, uh, that, that, that wilted really fast, I think for a lot of reasons, namely that no company wants to post a job on a site like that. That might've been their first clue. Yeah. That gets categorized under amateur hour. <laughs> Stupid. My next nice goes out yeah. to diversity, equity, and inclusion talk. So George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and the countless other murders that have heightened the conversation of fairness and equality. Uh, 62% of employees want to know what their company's Black Lives Matter stance is. The SCOTUS backs LGBTQ employees against work for, workplace discrimination. The women's soccer team demands equal pay. Torin says he's not taking the vaccine. And guys like us stand back in white bewilderment. White bewilderment. I like that. And we're confused. And, and why are we confused? Because we weren't on the playing field. We placed ourselves on the bench for the, for those uncomfortable conversations, the marches, the rallies. But in 2020, we got the fuck off the bench and actually dove into those uncomfortable conversations, pressing yep. equity, trying to find guests who could school us and our listeners on topics. So what made my 2020 nice was having Cindy Gallup grace this show and being on two episodes, Madison Butler challenging racist hiring practices, Allison Robinson from the mom project reminding us why mommy tracking hurts business, Maria uh, Colacurcio developing tech to help identify and close the wage gap and Kate Lance helping us understand the science behind a solid and equal mix of men and women at all levels in our workplace. These conversations were hidden to most of us because we chose to sit on the bench. In 2020, we got the fuck off the bench. We're having uncomfortable conversations. We're being more comfortable with them because everybody needs to understand this is who we are and we have to change and be more equitable. So as we, a couple of white guys, were sitting in London last year with Torin said, what do we do? He said, speak up, do Mm -hmm. something about it, right? And at that point, I think you and I in this podcast got off the bench. It was very prescient for what the year would become that you and I had that conversation uh, with Torin. And not only did I think we speak, spoke up, but we had voices on the podcast that obviously spoke for us in a way that we, we definitely could not. So amen to that. That was, that's an easy, nice list. Uh, And you said it much better than I did. I'm going to go a little bit granular uh, on my diversity. Uh, My next nice list recipient uh, goes to uh, Jerome Ternick. Jerome. A show favorite. Uh, Jerome is co-founder of smart recruiters, which, you know, uh, talking about, you know, walking the walk, Jerome came out, his, his organization, smart recruiters, uh, came out public with, 
I guess I'd call it a manifesto in terms of what we're mm-hmm. going to actually do to, mm-hmm. to make equality a, a, a reality in our, our industry. He came on the show, which was pretty ballsy. We weren't, we asked some hard questions around pay equity and a few things. And yeah. And uh, to his credit, he answered all of those. They appointed a chief diversity officer this year. Uh, they've they've hired, I think, uh, women of color to executive positions. Yep. And in addition to that, as if as if Jerome and I can't say it in my French accent because I'll butcher it. But Jerome also wrote a fucking book called Hiring Success. Uh, he came on the show as well to talk about that. If you want to know more, uh, just dig into the archives at chadcheese.com. But Jerome... Jerome, you make my nice list for 2020. Well done, sir. Well done. Yes. And with that, let's take a quick break and we'll get into some more naughty or nice. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel uh-huh. brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Jobvite, the leading end-to-end talent acquisition suite. Named a leader in ATS, recruitment marketing, CRM, and onboarding on G2. Kim B says Jobvite is a user-friendly passionate enterprise team that takes care of you. Jolly good. Jeffrey R. says, candidates are constantly telling us we get it right compared to other orgs. Love that. Results driven by AI. Connections built by humans. Jobvite. Learn how you can evolve your TA function at jobvite.com. I'm going to jump right back into naughty because I haven't had enough naughty. Dirty. Rebounding what we were just talking about, DEI, and then, then also Jerome. I'm going to say, you know, we've also seen a lot of naughty in diversity and inclusion. Vendors okay. taking advantage of corporate DEI efforts with meaningless offerings. In September, Glassdoor announced their diversity and inclusion ranking. So first and foremost, 
Hiring companies already hate Glassdoor because they feel like they're being strong-armed into paying Glassdoor to help them, quote, massage the message around brand, right? Just, just, just normally. That's bad touch. And it's a bad touch. The, <laughs> the platform is predicated under transparency, like any review site, but Glassdoor has become nothing more than an, an expensive game to play for hiring companies. Hiring companies look for ways to manipulate the system and their rankings. So it's it's lost time. They could be spending doing something with actual meaning rather than just thinking of different ways to engineer a better score. We need to focus on outcomes. And those outcomes being either hiring outcomes or retention outcomes, right? When we're spending our time and our effort doing stupid shit like this on mm-hmm. Glassdoor, just to, and I've been a part of companies and have consulted with companies who've actually had strategies on how to manipulate the system. That is time and money wasted for something that you could be doing that could actually be helping your organization. I like it. I'm going to get nice on your ass, though. Oh, God. I like that. I know. <laughs> so, so uh, employees had a hard time in 2020, as yeah. did all of us, yeah. uh, regardless of race, color, creed, age, etc. And I want to give uh, a nice shout out, I guess, to all the employees or all the employers, excuse me, who uh, added mental health benefits and other supported benefits to their workforce. Uh, in regards to, let's agree, the mental strain that was yes. 2020. Yeah. Um, a few notable, a few notable companies, uh, Starbucks increased um, em- employee mental health benefits. Uh, we talked to Chipotle on the show uh, yeah. this year, who talked extensively about not only how they were protecting their employees in in a virus uh, virus environment, but also how they are increasing mental health benefits. Uh, we see someone like LinkedIn offer courses to help workers get their uh, get their professional credentials uh, upgraded on their site. We saw City Citigroup, Bank of America, um, with telemedicine options for for uh, employees. So, not necessarily a specific company, but just the group of companies who stood up and said, "You know what? Our employees are dealing with at home boredom, depression, alcoholism, angry kids, noisy kids, kids that want yeah. like a ton of a ton of issues," and stepped up to the mic and said, "We're going to increase benefits to support our employees in this in this rough time." So yeah. I applaud and put them on the nice list this year. Yeah, I have to say that COVID. I mean, all those things existed prior, right? It's not like they just came; they, they it just exacerbated what was already there. So, COVID, from the standpoint of how horrible it has been for us, uh, it's also shown how we need help. Your people need help, and it's it's great to see companies finally respond with something that, mm-hmm. again, is is meaningful. So that that is a big nice. Yeah, we always talk about uh, the pandemic being an, an accelerant of all these trends, and I think providing not only just work from home benefits, but yeah. things that come along with working from home and working virtually uh, to help employees. Uh, navigate the waters of things like depression and loneliness and seclusion yeah. and, and whatnot. So, yeah, there are some silver linings to 2020, I guess. But, and and here's my last silver lining, my last nice. So, nice. 
A kid named Tony Pilicino got fired from his part-time job at Sir Sherwin-Williams for loving his job so much. He recorded paint mixing and shared mm-hmm. it with his 1.2 million TikTok subscribers. So Sherwin-Williams. I'm sorry. Did you say 1.2 million? 1.2 million TikTok subscribers. Okay. Now, Sherman Williams' loss was Florida Paint's gain. As Tony took a gig with Florida Paint's, he was this week relocated by the company to Orlando and is doing what he loves with a company that loves what he loves. We had a great interview with Tony called Lightning in a Paint Can that you got to check out. Just go to the site, check out uh, in our interviews area. But again, this is a great story of a company identifying and actually seeing that passion in in an individual around something that they're passionate in. Tony saw himself being in corporate at Sherwin-Williams. Well, guess what? Now he's... now. Sherwin-Williams and their dumbasses lost something that was big. Good on Florida Paints. Florida Paints yep. gets my nice, my last nice for the 2020. Very nice. Well, I, I can't wait to see if Sherwin-Williams made your naughty list. But before we get to that, this is my final naughty list recipient. Uh, and this one was pretty easy. So I, I started the list a little heavy. Ah. A little, a little, little dark, but uh, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going light on this one. So my last naughty recipient is Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, a name that's now a verb. Yes, yeah. uh, for those who don't know, uh, Tubin, sixty-year-old Tubin, uh, was seen lowering and raising his computer camera, exposing and touching his penis, and motioning an air kiss to someone other than his colleagues on a Zoom call, the New York Times reported. Uh, hashtag MeTubin became a thing on a play on the MeToo movement. Yeah, I, I caution you to, to look at that on Twitter at your, own, at your own discretion. Don't do it. Tubin was not fired. He is still holding his post as senior legal analyst at CNN, although he is taking a, a break. Uh, that is how long will be uh, to be determined. Um, he did have some supporters uh, and whatnot, but overall, this was a naughty thing to do for sure. Uh, someone in the story that I read said, quote, I think it's tragic that a guy would get fired for really just doing something really stupid. <laughs> it, it is the Zoom equivalent of taking an inappropriately long lunch break, having sex during it and getting stumbled upon. Not sure about that, was one of his defenders said, but no doubt Jeffrey Tubin undoubtedly deserves to be on this year's naughty list. He's definitely a 2020 punchline, that's for am sure. I applauding, am I, I'm applauding Tubin on the naughty list. I don't know what that says about me. I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> I, I think, issue. Yeah, I think, I think we all know what that says. All right. So my, my last... My last naughty goes out to uh, an organization. I, I'm kind of Florida heavy on this one, but uh, say the idiots at Florida Sherm. If you if you remember, HR Florida State Council, aka Florida Sherm, had an in person conference in September. Uh, and guess what happened in Florida in October? Other than cases rising, I can't imagine they had an in person conference. Number one, they posted videos on Facebook with some idiot running around with a mic doing face-to-face interviews. And one of the organizers uh, doing an interview 
had her damn mask underneath her chin. <laughs> so seriously, this is why Americans cannot have nice things. These are probably the exact same 19% of Americans who uh, said they, they pour Clorox on their food. So as we go into 2021, happy a vaccine is on its way. Yes. We can all thank idiots for these motherfuckers at HR, Florida State Council, and people like them, aka Florida Sherm, for making 2020 such a bitch. You guys suck and we all hate you. You make me want to drink, damn it. Chad, <laughs> happy holidays to you and yours, man. Happy holidays, dude. Fun as always. And we out. out. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a happy new year. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary, yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.